bollocks. Hello and welcome back to Unclassical. Hi everybody, we've been talking in this ridiculous accent, it's got nothing to do it's with the book. It's not ridiculous, it's a very fine accent, very fine, you don't want to offend our listeners. Very fine, very accurate, <laughs> very nice accent. Yes. I'm losing it now, but I'm Marsha. And I'm Katie. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Now then, uh, despite the voices, we are not kicking off our new book in Scotland. Uh, which, you know, it's probably not a surprise as I don't think we're particularly good at the accent. Fuck that, we're fucking amazing. We're fucking great. I have never heard a Scottish person sound <laughs> less like us. <laughs> well, quite. Um, exactly. I feel like we've had a break. Uh, there should be more introduction, but I am actually... Okay, I'm going to drop the accent because it's ridiculous. Um, I am actually... so posh when we go back to our regular voices. Like, I feel I have to put on an accent to get back yeah. into my... I so want we come to... back being like... Well, actually, I was saying to someone the other day that sometimes we have to do things where we can't swear. Yeah. And instead of just being like, oh, that's silly, yeah. I have to go to the next extreme by being like... Instead of being like, oh, bullshit, I'm like, oh, that's absolute popcock. Absolute popcock. No, 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 and no. it doesn't do our image of being posh, sorry girl who only eat brie any favours <laughs> no that's okay I feel that's enough of a weird introduction for us because I was going to say usually we natter on a little bit but I'm actually really intrigued to hear about our new series book yes so this time we are jumping in to spooky season with get your pumpkins ready get your blankets get your pumpkin spice lattes your chai tea lattes let's get comfortable it's spooky season it is spooky season so we are kicking off with jamaica in <gasps> by daphne de maurier now we did another daphne de maurier a little while ago rebecca which was rather spooky spooky guard and that's the only daphne de maurier i know i've heard of jamaica in because there is the jamaica in down in Cornwall, Devon, Cornwall, Cornwall. Um, but that's all I knew. Yeah, so this is set at that Jamaica Inn, but the Mm. characters and plot and everything is completely fictional. Oh, do you know what? I do prefer the word fictitious. Fictitious. (laughs) It's quite fictitious. So yes, the story (laughs) that we're about to delve into Mm. is set in the infamous Jamaica Inn in Cornwall. Now, today, Jamaica Inn is is famed for being one of the most haunted places in Britain. Yeah. Um, The characters in the book are completely fictional, however... A relative just spunked, spunked, no. A relative just spunked on us. <laughs> I realise oh. we've just hyped up spooky season. I'm going to break it to you, lads. There's no ghosts in this book. No! No! But, but, never fear. With a terrifying landlord, lonely, treacherous moors, and I dare say, a wee bit of murder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thrilling adventure that ghosties or not. <laughs> Okay, pumped again. I'm, guys, I'm literally sitting here with my teddy bear. No, I'm not. I'm a respectful adult. Shut up, Katie. Oh, you're screaming. I'm using Marsha's laptop um, for my notes because there was a, because it's fucking September. Mm. There was a huge dead spider by uh, my uh, um, laptop's plug. So obviously I had to leave it behind. I had to set it on fire. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I couldn't bring my laptop because my laptop doesn't hold its charge. Because I'm poor. Um, so I'm subscribe marshes. to our Patreon on a separate so, yeah, note. On a separate note, please subscribe mm. so I can have my own laptop, mm. um, which has Word. That'd be nice. Um, <clears throat> but I'm using Marsha's laptop and the scroll is the opposite way. So that's going to be a reoccurring theme of me scrolling the wrong way. So I buckle in. She's just pressed the mouse pad and had a little scroll. I didn't even know it fucking did that. <laughs> <laughs> never use it. Um, so yes, our story begins with young Mary Yellen. She's 23. Um, and look, 
a heroine actually gets a name. It's oh, a novelty. Amazing. Do you remember in um, Rebecca we had to call her fucking DW? <laughs> yeah, because she didn't get a fucking name. We just thought she was just do- Mrs. De Winter. <laughs> I'm imagining like her finishing Rebecca being like, I thought that was kind of cool, like having like the main protagonist not having a name, but it's really fucking hard to remember and like draw attention to the scene. You know what? What's she called? DW. No, this one. Oh, Mary. Mary. We're just going to call her fucking Mary and be fucking done with also, it. Also, she's overcompensated because every character is like, What's your name? Mary Ellen. Well, <laughs> then Mary Ellen, Mary Ellen. Okay, Let I me have refer a question. To you, Mary Ellen, forevermore, Mary Ellen. Is she Mary Ellen? Yellen. So that's her. So she's Mary Ellen. Mary, last name Yellen with a y at the beginning. So all the jokes be made about her Yellen and stuff, and to that sounds like Mary Ellen. Like, oh, it's very confusing. And what's your surname? It's Yellen. So, what? So your name's Mary Ellen Yellen. <laughs> Yes, band. <laughs> Amazing. Mary Ellen, Mary Ellen Yellen. Mary Ellen Yellen. Hey, Mary Ellen Yellen. <laughs> um, and she, at this moment, at the beginning of the book, is on a cold, blustery coach ride. Um, coach ride headed for Jamaica Inn. Jamaica Inn. Um, there are some other people on the coach as well. Um, there's a lady who, you know, is like okay, a farm lady. She's not she's not high and mighty. And she's looking around. She's good natured. And she pulls out a lump of cake and chows down. And I'm just like... Does she share it? No. No. <laughs> if you were on the train and you had a bag of crisps, are you offering it to anyone else in the carriage? Mm, no, but if you heard that story that everyone's got their own version of and a mate of mate spin to it, where you have like your crisps on the train and the person opposite starts helping themselves and you're like, no, they're fucking mine. And you both start angrily eating from the bag and then you get off the train and realise your crisps are still in your bag. It makes me want to die. <laughs> I just, I, oh, you know, like, so, you know, when like something cringy happens, I have a voice in my head being like, die! Die, die and right now. It's very helpful to my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's very helpful to my life. <laughs> I mean, it really wants to end it. <laughs> but I can just imagine that moment, that voice fucking screaming <laughs> i think what i because i'm really normal i would just actually take the crisps out of my bag throw them in the bin like didn't happen didn't happen didn't happen repress that shit this is what i find though when people ask me what's the most embarrassing memory and i'm like i don't know i suppressed it <laughs> yeah literally it's not that easy to recall guys no, oh, i used to have one like as a backup which i didn't find embarrassing <laughs> it's just one so people think you're normal yeah. and not riddled with, riddled with mental issues <laughs> It's my fake embarrassing memory. (laughs) That feeling when the anxiety's so high. (laughs) 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 We were laughing earlier, and Kate was like, "I feel that laugh could turn to a cry." That was (laughs) another. Anyway, anyway, despite our struggling mental health, Hmm. at least we're not going through what Mary Ellen's going through. So, a bit before she's on this um, ride to Jamaica, in you might question, why is she going to Jamaica? I was going to say Jamaica Inn can't surely be her finishing stop. Because it's a, oh, an it's okay. She's we'll get there. She's got a job. <laughs> so Mary's had a bit of time here lately. Mm. Um, she grew up in a nice little village in Cornwall with her mother and father, who ran a farm, uh, and then her dad died uh, when she was quite young still. And dead. her mother rose to the challenge and took on raising a daughter and managing a farm all by her lonesome. Very good. Um, and it's not very late, but nonetheless, she was respected in their little town and it all seemed brilliant, great. Cool. That does sound good. It is reaching for but the book. Then... But then, ah, oh, trouble afoot, guys. Trouble afoot. So the town she lived in was called Helston. And folk were I friendly. I think I've heard of Helston. Yeah, it's down there. It's down there. Yeah. Folk were in 
But folk were friendly in Elston. The name of Yellen was known and respected in the town, for the widow had had a hard fight against life when her husband died, mm. and there were not many women who would have lived alone as she did, with one child and a farm to tend, with never a thought of taking another man. Mm. I love that, just the idea of like, oh, Rick. I suppose I'll take one. Like, <laughs> well, just, they didn't grow on trees. They like, just go into the street. You, man, come here. To be fair, actually, if she comes with a full fucking farm, and that's yeah. kind of like a ready-made fortune, I bet they are on fucking trees for Well, me. there was a farm at um, Mannequin who would... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, there was a f- the farmer, not a farm. <laughs> she married a farm. <laughs> well, Some of women that married, like, the Great Wall of China, whatever it is. Excellent. And there was a farmer at Mannequin who would have asked her, had he dared, <laughs> and another at the river at Gweek, but they could tell Gweek. from her eyes she would have she would have had neither of them, but <laughs> belonged in body and mind to the man who had gone. Oh. It was the hard work of the farm that told upon her in the end, mm. for she would not spare herself, and though she had driven and flogged her energy for the... the for the 17th sorry guys I'm fucking dyslexic <laughs> <laughs> and flogged her energy for the 17 years of her widowhood she could not stand up to the strain when the last time when the last test came and her heart went from her oh she died well slowly we're not quite at her death yet but basically uh-huh. she collapses just before you get into that i liked the bit when um, the other farmers would have proposed to her if it hadn't been like that in her eyes, she obviously hated them. I just imagine a scout and like, oh, fuck off. <laughs> I imagine it, you know, in um, the Odyssey, when the men keep hanging around mm, I can't wife? Odysseus's wife, but I cannot remember what she's called. No, fucking problematic. Helen? No, Helen's... Oh, Troy. Helen of Troy, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, all the men hang around all the time. And then he has the audacity to run off with another woman for ten years and come at being pissed. Yeah. I will kill you. I will fucking stab you just like you did all our servants for being bold enough to be in the house whilst these men were propositioning me. Yeah, not propositioning, forcing themselves in my house. Yeah, literally. Like, I wasn't given a choice. It was mm. that or die. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I imagine it kind of like that, like, oh, she looks scary. Like, all I did was keep turning up at her house and being I just saying I just want to chat. Like, I'll fucking kill you, you horrible fucking farmers. You horrible, horrible. You horrible farmers. maniacs. <laughs> Maniac! <laughs> I feel we have to explain why maniac is funny. <laughs> uh, uh, we were driving back from London the other night, and being cool, car. Well, actually, I was quite calm. Well, well, a car cut us up, and every now and then there is a moment when Katie sounds just like our mum, and she was like, "Well, I'm going to keep my distance from you, maniac." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to be thirty-six with two children in the back right about now. <laughs> maniac! Maniac! <laughs> I swear he kind of half reversed on a roundabout to like take because he missed his exit yeah and then like half reversed back to take it rather yeah. than just committing he did to, proper fuck up he did proper fuck up and it's just the audacity of white men and white I mean I didn't see he was white but yeah. to be fair I do, I do assume mm. but it's just like look if you fuck up at a roundabout and you miss your exit you go you around you can't fucking reverse onto your exit you maniac I was going to say well he was a maniac he was a maniac <laughs> that was our thrilling week <laughs> anyway so her man's ill yeah. and getting weaker by the day oh. and mary takes on the running of the farm and caring for her sick mother mm. and the doctor's basically like it doesn't look good daddy uh. it does not look so good <laughs> um and as her mother gets sicker and sicker she tells mary that she's got to leave the farm and mary's a bit like eh? Eh? i like the farm it's my home and she's like no that's from something isn't it like oh it's from harry potter when they try to make trelawney leave like hogwarts is my home home. it was your home (laughs) is that what the guy the doctor says it was your home doctor i believe it's a man oh sorry it was your home mary now off you scoot 
There was no use in Mary telling her mother that she would not die. It was fixed there in her mind, and there was no fighting it. Mum, you're not even that sick. You just fell over. I <laughs> know. The end is nice. Mum, it's literally just a scratch. It's healed. It's been six months. No, the light is strong. It's just a candle, Mum. I'll blow it out. Death envelops me. Like, for fuck's sake, every fucking night. <laughs> I'll leave it on the fires of hell. Like at the end of the day, Mary killed her mother. Because <laughs> she choked the bitch out. But she says, I haven't any wish to leave the farm, mother, she said. I was born here and my father before me. Nothing about your mother then, only men. Yeah. Um, you were a Helford woman. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, this is where the Yellens belong Helford. to be. Helford? What was Helston? Helford. <laughs> Sorry, he said Helston. <gasps> it does say Helston. What the fuck's Helford? Who fucking knows? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Guys, we found a problem in this. Is Helford like, maybe she, before they were talking, like, maybe Helstead is like the small village and Helstead is the bigger town? Well, all I know is that they are too similar in Daphne de Maurier. Sounds like a mistake to me. <laughs> what do you think after being published, like, published and printed so many times, someone would have spotted it? <laughs> Lazy? <laughs> Come on, guys. Sort it out. <laughs> it probably says and I've just forgotten. Um, anyway. <clears throat> it was probably very fascinating. The hamlet of Helston located next to the river of Helford, as probably. the area was known. Probably. Mm. To be fair, da I do really like Daphne de Maurier's writing, but she does roughly spend about 17 pages <laughs> at a time describing a hill. So. <laughs> there you um, go. That I thought. So it probably is where it was covered. Mm. And I was like, forget that. <laughs> um... <clears throat> This is where the Yellens belong to be. Great English. Sorry, I forgot she's meant to be. Uh, it'll probably sound better in a West Country accent. Yeah. This is where the Yellens belong to be. I like I'm it. I'm not afraid of being poor and the farm falling away. You worked here for 17 years alone, so why shouldn't I do the same? I'm strong. I can work the. I can do the work of a man. You know that. It's no life for a girl, said her mother. It's giving me flashbacks to Peggotty and David Copyfield. 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 And, and her being the purest soul. Let it go. Her mum's annoying. <laughs> okay, yeah, die, mum. <laughs> it's no life for a girl, said her mother. I did it all those years because of your father, because of you. Working for someone keeps a woman calm and contented. But it's another thing when you work for yourself. There's no heart in it, then. The mum said all of that. Mm -hmm. Right, so yeah. Right, so you're only, you can only work, women, is it, if it's for someone else. If Never you're in for yourself. Because to someone else, yeah. Because there's no heart in that. You selfish cunts, all you girl bosses. Yeah, you, all you girl bosses, you can't be getting your careers. No. I mean, well, at the end of the day, they'll lose their souls. I don't like the scroll on your page. It's like the age old argument against working mums and that kind of thing. Like, like, oh, but you know, how can they split their soul up in order to go off and work and leave their babies? Like, Literally, it's like, well, men do it. Men fucking do it. Men fucking find the capacity, supposedly. So, um, my partner works in a school, and some one of the teachers that he works with had, it's, it's a man, so his partner, you know, physically had the baby. Yeah. A week ago, he had a week off, and now he's back at school. She had a C-section. Ugh. Like, like, that's intense surgery to get over. Yeah, and, and like, now he's back at school. Because they're not going to pay for him to have any more. She has, he has two weeks off, and he's like, I'm saving the other week until she needs, like, until, like, you know... She's gonna been a bit worn down and needs a break, basically, which is smart. But it's like she's just had a fucking two C weeks. Are either of like their parents or their friends around to help out? I don't know. They're all getting so involved. It's like the you know what boys are like, like, oh, is there anyone else to help out? I don't know. I didn't ask. Well, why not? <laughs> what did you talk about? What do you think your wife's doing right now? Probably at home, like she probably the baby's probably died. She can't get out of bed. Probably. Like, I mean, you can't sit up. Like, you can't. She can't drive for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. That is like 
serious surgery. And they also have like a two year old, a one and a half, two year old or something. Sorry, if she can't drive, she can't be fucking looking after a one and a half year old and a newborn. That's just quite happening. Yeah. Katie, she's got to have help, all right? She's got to have, I mean, I assume someone's there, but isn't that mad that he's only allowed two You'd weeks? You'd think it would be like special circumstances, especially yeah. if, like, you know, it's not a straightforward birth. Yeah. And, like, it's the other kid's, like, quite ill as well. Like, it's very sickly. Like, he was, like, he was born, like, really prematurely. Like, mm. so, oh, and I think that's one of the things, like, the dogs keep being like, He's very small for his age. And I was like, well, yeah, he's technically three months younger. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, I sidetrack. Mm. Um, so Mary's mum is basically like, you can't stay here alone. That's no, that's no place for a woman. You must go. Um, no so, place for a woman. But mum, we've been here for so long. Like, no, ow, 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 ow. Um, okay, oh, yeah, I have um, a girl can't live alone, Mary. Without, without she goes queer in the head or comes to evil. Okay. It's either one or the other. Great. <gasps> Have you forgotten poor Sue, who walked the churchyard at, churchyard at midnight with the full moon and called upon the lover she'd never had? I bet she did, and some guy fucked her and left her. Yeah, um, I just want to say it's crazy cat lady or evil old mm-hmm. spinster. Literally. Yeah. And there was one maid, before you were born, left an orphan at 16. She ran away to Falmouth and went off with the sailors. That's quite fun. <laughs> yeah, so literally girls can't just have, like, a good time. Yeah, literally. Like, okay. And was she having an all right time then? Where's the bad side? Yeah, literally. So she went off to have to live her best life, but because it wasn't in servitude to a man, that's slutty and unacceptable. Yeah. That's what you're saying, that's isn't what you're it, saying. Mm-hmm. Got on a boat, saw the world. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. I'd rest easy in my grave. No, uh, oh, sorry. I'd not rest easy in... Oh, I keep wanting to put the word easy in there. It's not even in there. <laughs> I'd not rest in my grave, nor your father neither, if we didn't... It's so written for the accent, sorry. Mm. I'd not rest in my grave, nor your father neither, mm. if we didn't leave you safe. She'll be safe. She has a whole fucking farm. Yeah, she's got her fortune there. It's absolutely fine. Also, I really don't like it when people are, bring a dead relative into it. Like, oh, it's not what they would want. Well, they're fucking dead. Well, I didn't really want him to die when I was six, but here yeah, we are. Yeah, exactly. So it's a fucking moot point. Yeah. Um, that math was wrong, but I can't bother to do it right. <clears throat> uh, you'll like your Aunt Patience. She was always a great one for games and laughing, with a heart as... L- oh, I misread her. <laughs> Obviously. I read as heart as a heart as large as a knife. That's why I did the face. fucking... Terrifying. So, I now want to be an auntie. Oh, lol, I am. Oops, I should be a better one. <laughs> um, just so they could be like, oh, and you're Marsha with the big heart. Heart as big as a knife, you little cunt. <laughs> it's just my face and I... Um, sorry. With a heart as large as life. Ah. Do you remember when she came here 12 years back? She had ribbons in her bonnet and a silk petticoat. Imagine. That's all I want to be remembered by. Like, oh, do you remember when you visited last year and you wore that dress? <laughs> it's nice. Oh, I also cracked some hilarious <laughs> yeah. jazz, which I think you should remember more. Yeah, but no, the dress. It was quite the spectacle. So where's this auntie? Is she at Jamaica Inn or am I skipping ahead? Um, Yes, Mary remembered Aunt Patience with her curled fringe and large blue eyes and how she laughed and chatted and how she picked up her skirts and tiptoed through the mud in the yard. She was as pretty as a fairy. What sort of man, uh, what sort of man your Uncle Joshua is? And I cannot say, said her mother, for I've never set eyes on him, nor known anyone what has. But when your aunt married him ten years ago, last Michaelmas, she... Michaelmas? Yeah, I think that's like the thing... It's not pre-Christmas, but it was like I think it's um the some the winter solstice celebration. I I've never heard of Michael Miss. Yeah. Who is this Michael? <laughs> Who is Michael? Why to get all the attention? Yeah. She wrote a pack of giddy nonsense you'd expect a girl to write, and not a woman over thirty. No. Oh. 
Um, uh, as a woman who is nearly over 30, I, I still like to write things that a giddy girl would write, actually. I, I take I, offence to that. I chat a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, so... So, she's, a little so, less of the woman over 30, thank you very much. So, despite um, the fact that she's a grown-ass woman, not a girl, because mm. she's 23 fucking years old... Mm. Can't be dealing with this girl thing. Mm. Um, her mum's like, no, no, you can't live the life you want because I'm dying, so I'm going to send you away to live with your distant aunt that you haven't seen for 12 years and her husband, who I've never met. Um, and then her mum... So, she's going to miss her mum's death? No, she's gonna. She's like, you can, it's alright. I'm gonna traumatize you a bit first. Um. So yeah, then her mummy dies peacefully, thinking she's a good fucking mum. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so mum dies, and it's like, but you know, when I'm when I do die, you're gonna go off to your aunt and your uncle, right? You're not gonna stay here. Yeah. So poor Mary is like packed off to Jamaica in to live with our. What's happened to the farm? Sold it. Reclaimed by a church or some shit. Fucking church. She can't be reclaiming people's farms. I don't know, that probably fuck her from up at, what was it called, Gweek moved in, probably. <laughs> I meant to question this Gweek. <laughs> I know. You can't have somewhere called Gweek. Gweek. Brilliant. Excellent. Um, um, but yeah, so she's gone through one traumatic event of losing her, like, only parent and, like, you know, kind of, like, friend figure at that point yeah. in her life because she just didn't have a lot of other mates going on. And now she's been uprooted from her life as well and her mum died easy being like, I'm a good mum. I'm a good mum. I did a good job. Sure thing, mum. Sure. Go, 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 go easy. Go easy. Um, so anyway, the co- the coach Mary is on is cold and leaky. It's, it's a damp November night, and gradually the passengers leave the coach. Is this sounding spooky? Until she's the last one left. Oh gosh, oh gosh. Um, they, they so they're in Bodmin at the moment. And ah, Bodmin's got Bodmin Jail. Spooky, spooky. So just for a little like context of the land and the beasts of Bodmin Moor. There is. Mm. So um. This isn't relevant to today. I'm sure it's different, but this is how it is at the time. So deal, okay? Mm. Um, so they're in Bodmin at the moment, and mm. the coachman lives in Launceston. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going over there anyway. And there's one road across the moors which is very like treacherous and mm-hmm. everything. And it's like you know a stormy night and everything. And on that road is one inn, mm. Jamaica Inn. Jamaica Inn. And so he's like, he turns to Mary and he's like, look. Um, I'm going back to Launceston because that's where I live um, so I'm going there anyway but it's a horrible journey like over the moors at night so if I were you I'd kip down in Bodmin and then someone would take you up to Launceston tomorrow morning mm-hmm. and she's like Launceston? No no yeah, no. I, I'm for Jamaica Inn and he's like oh uh-huh. Jamaica Inn? He cries in shock oh no no you can't go there um, so they've stopped off at a little place in Bodmin, and he's, yeah. he's like to the lady, like, you must tell her that she can't go to Jamaican Inn. But why can't she go to Jamaican Inn? I said Jamaican Inn. I don't. Um, Jamaican Inn. And so, yeah, they're being like, you can't possibly go there. And the woman's like, no, sweetie, like, there'll be no work for you there. If you if it's work you're after, you know, there'll be places around here. Like, you can stay here for tonight. I'm sure we can find you something. Like, stay I mean, here. They sound nice. I'd love I to know, rock I up. I mean, we're all looking for, like, you know, constantly looking for, like, new employment and that kind of thing. I'd love Might to just sure, rock yeah. up and just be like, yeah, we'll find you a job. Brilliant. Yeah, great. But brilliant. at least you feel looked after, Katie. Yeah. At least you feel seen. Um, so she's kind of a bit like, Find the page. This is the song I sing when we find the page. Mary smiled at her. I shall be all right, she said. I'm going to look to relatives. My uncle is the landlord of Jamaica. Ah. There was a long silence. <laughs> Your landlord. Sorry, let retake. <laughs> Your uncle is a cunt. <laughs> Very much. Yeah. There was a long silence. In the grey light of the coach, Mary could see that the woman and the man were staring at her. She felt chilled suddenly, anxious. She wanted some word of reassurance from the woman, but it did not come. 
Then the woman drew back from the window. I'm sorry, she said slowly. It's none of my business. Of course. Good night. Oh, okay. Banter. The driver began to whistle, rather red in the face, as one who wishes to rid himself of an awkward situation. Mary leant forward impulsively and touched his arm. Would you tell me, she said. I shan't mind what you say. Is my uncle not liked? Is something the matter? The man looked very uncomfortable. He spoke gruffly and avoided her eyes. J Jamaica's got a bad name, he said. Queer tales. Jamaica's got a bad name. Queer tales. Get about. You know how it is. But I, I don't want to make any trouble. Maybe they're not true. What sort of tales, asked Mary. He shit scared him. It's like, you know, the head of the mafia. Like, oh, with the mafia, not very nice. Lovely group of lads. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Do you mean there's much drunkenness there? Does my uncle encourage bad company? <laughs> the man would not commit himself. I don't want to make trouble, he repeated. I don't know anything. It's not what pe It's only what people say. Respectable folk don't go to Jamaica anymore. That's all I know. In the old days, we used to, we used to water the horses there and feed them and go in for a bit of a bite and a drink. But we don't stop there anymore. We whip the horses past and wait for nothing. Not till we get to the five lanes, and then we don't bid long. Ooh. Why don't folk go there? What is there a reason, Mary persisted? I think it might be murder. <laughs> the man hesitated. It was as though he was searching for words. They're afraid, he said at last. And then he shook his head. He would say no more. Perhaps he felt he'd been churlish and was sorry for her. For a moment later, he looked in at the window again and spoke to her. Will you not take a cup of tea here before we go? He said. It's a long drive before you, and it's a cold, and it's cold on the moors. She doesn't. She's like, no, I'm feeling pretty chilled to the bone. Mm. But I don't think tea will cut it. <laughs> not right now, thank you. Let's just get on with it. <laughs> to be fair, I can imagine me being a bit like that and hearing like, because you know you you've theoretically got to go. That's where your aunt and uncle are. You haven't got another plan. I'm like, well, if I don't do it now, you just really fucking freak me out and, and I won't also, go through with it. she's kind of burned her bridges now by like, being like, I'm related to the people there. Like, the woman oh. who was being friendly was kind of like, it's not my business. I'm stepped ah. back. Like, she's kind of almost tainted herself. Oh, and then she might be yeah, worried about, you know, her safety around there. Like, exactly. Well, now I'm... Uh, look, at the end of the day, I might as well be knifed by family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Jamaica Inn seems like a really nice place. Mm. Um, it might be less than friendly, but bright. Mary is determined to get there and be with Aunt Patience. I have a question. So this didn't really go on at Jamaica Inn. I'm just imagining Daphne de Maurier sitting down, having a pint, looking around like, I've got a story for this place. And the land like, hey, I've tried to build a welcoming vibe here. I think it was once a fucking shithole. <laughs> maybe they're beef. Yeah, maybe. Like, why don't you mention um, my, my inn in your book that you're writing? That would be really nice. Jamaica Inn was a fucking awful. <laughs> To be fair, not not dis true of what she does right. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I've written in my notes here, but I think we've just already discussed it. That like, I don't know why she didn't just settle down in Bodmin, but mm. kind of burn a bridge there, isn't she? Yeah. So, yeah. so they begin the journey to Jamaica in across the stormy moors. That's dangerous. Shouldn't be walking around in dark in storm. Ain't yeah, walking. You on. twist your ankle. Well, the horse might, but they're on they're on a road. No, oh, they're on a road. Okay, okay. Yeah, but it's just like through the moors. Mm. Ahead of her, so after a while of driving, ahead of her, on the crest and to the left, was some sort of On the crest to the left. On the crest to the left. Second star to the right and straight on to the morning. Second crest to the left and straight on to you want to die. Pretty much. Was some sort of a building standing back from the road. She could see tall chimneys, murky, dim in the darkness. There was no other house, no other cottage. If this was Jamaica, it stood alone in glory, foursquare to the winds. Mary gathered her cloak around her and fastened the clasp. 
The horses had been pulled to a standstill and stood sweating under the rain, the steam coming from them in a cloud. Spooky! Mm. So the Jamaica the driver jumps down, quickly unloads her bag for her, and is like, oh, bye. Um, very, <laughs> See you. Very clearly is not comfortable and wants to be off as soon as possible. The second she's off, he's back in and he's driving away. It reminds away. me of the guy going to the house in The Woman in Black. Yeah, it's yeah. really uncomfortable. Do not stay after dark. Do not stay after dark. Mm. And it's already after dark. <laughs> um, Mary stood alone with a trunk at her feet. She heard a sound of bolts being drawn in the dark house behind her and the doors flung open. A great figure strode into the yard, swinging a lantern from side to side. Who is it? came the shout. What do you want here? Sorry, but what a baller entrance. Hello! <laughs> Hello, mate! Oh, just wait. Mary stepped forward and peered up into the man's face. The light shone in her eyes and she could see nothing. He swung the lantern to and fro before her and suddenly he laughed and took hold of her arm. Don't touch her. Yeah. Pulling her roughly into the porch. Oh, it's you, is it? He said. So you've come to us after all. I'm your uncle, Joss Merlin, and I bid you welcome to Jamaica Inn. Thank you. Thank you. He drew her into the shelter of the house, laughing again, and shut the door and stood... <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't get it. horrific. Why are we laughing? I don't... Is he just... I mean, he's a drunk, to be fair. So I do. Drunk fair. and laughter. Um and shut the door and stood the lantern upon the table to the passage and they looked upon each other face to face. Because <laughs> it was lantern to face before. Yeah. Which can see what he looked like. Yeah. Now we get to know what he looks like. I'm imagining Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> he doesn't know I'm Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, disappointed. Um, it's a bit racist. Oh. Obviously. This is, so yeah, this is written in the 30s when people, much like today, are racist as fuck, so... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask why it's called Jamaica in. It doesn't seem in any way to be linked to the country Jamaica. Oh, well, you can't just name things. You can't just steal country names. Also, it does seem like before they he took on landlordship of it, it was yeah. a great and successful and cosy, nice inn. Yeah, and yeah. it is in real life actually. Well, now it's like mm. one of supposedly one of the most yeah. places, but I don't actually know much about its real history. So but they're always finding a marketing angle that Jamaica. And to yeah. be fair, innovative. innovative. Um, stealing names from things and that have nothing to do with them, and then yeah, naming them after them. It reminds me of um, what's her name, Katie Hopkins' daughter, India. Like. Ah! I just don't like people that have their children named after places or like fucking India. No, that, that's that's different. That's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful name. She's a beautiful child. <laughs> oh, you're a terrible, terrible It's different because she's white. Obviously. Mm. Anyway, so... India's prepare, not a place. So prepare for a bit of racism. Um, he was a great husk of a man, nearly seven feet high. Fucking hell. Fuck. That is, no wonder everyone's afraid. Sorry, I would leave. No, Sorry. No. Like, also, hang on. I thought you said you were face to face. Let's be honest, Mary. That's more Naval like, to face. Yeah. Like. like, hello. This doesn't work since a podcast, but imagine me looking up a real long way. Like, oh, hello. Like getting for like, hello. Hello, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is he Christmas? Father Christmas? Do I get a present? With a creased black brow and skin the colour of a gypsy. Did you say a... No, brow. I thought you said bra. <laughs> He's sexy. <laughs> he's, he's wearing his best lingerie. I mean, she's, her face is by his chest. She sees it. The first thing I noticed was his bra. <laughs> the second thing I noticed was how fucking tall he was. 
He is horrific. I forgot he was seven feet high. That is really scary. Sometimes I'm like, he's not that scary. And then I'm like, oh, that's no, horrific. He's, just remember, he's an actual giant. He's an actual giant. Sorry, I got really, like, um, sidetracked by the fact I thought you said bra. Can I have the description again? Yeah, we'll have we'll repeat the, the racism. Yeah. With a creased black brow and skin mm. the colour of a gypsy. Wow. His thick, dark hell hair hair over his eyes in a fringe and hung about his ears he looked as if he had the strength of a horse with immense powerful shoulders long arms that reached almost to his knees and large fists like hands he's all dead <laughs> he's got ham hands <gasps> no he doesn't wait for it's coming large fists like hands his frame was so big that in a sense his head was dwarfed and sunken between his shoulders giving that half stooping impression of a giant gorilla with his black eyebrows and his mat of hair not really giant gorilla wow Daphne du Maurier I remember you being racist as shit in Rebecca as well Mm. I'm sorry I didn't trigger warning that bit I Mm. did not read that bit very well Mm. Um, but for all his long limbs and mighty frame there was nothing of the ape about his features oh that is delightful well great for that Mm. Um, his nose was hooked curved Oh wow, no, we're going to get anti-Semitic as yeah. well. Like, don't worry. But like, we're not going to carry on being uh, racist because uh, he had dark skin. On the other hand, he wasn't black. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like, th- this description is basically, never fear, he may be a brute, but he's not white. <laughs> yes, gosh. <laughs> he's not a British, but he is actually because he's born and bred in Cornwall. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Just like, you know, ew, how fucking annoying is it when people are like, oh, you look exotic. Well, not to us because we're white as fucking get. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, oh, well, you look exotic. Where are you from? Yeah. Bracknell. You look exotic. Like, like what does that even mean? A girl I work mean? with, she's called, um, she, well, she fake tans quite a lot, but it mm. makes her quite dark. Mm. But it's just because she fake tans. So I'm like, customers are just like, where are you from? And it's like, Camberley. <laughs> Camberley, it's called Saint Tropez. <laughs> like, literally. But it's like, it's the fact she's like, oh, you don't look very, it's like, not in like, oh, I mean, it's that like, casual racism I yeah. hate the term but it's like they don't mean it microaggression yeah they don't mean it like in an article mm. like, oh you don't look English but it's like oh you don't look very English like, you I've from? noted you're different yeah and it's <laughs> they're like, different from us and therefore can't be trusted but it's just like why do you why are you so why so, so stupid as well yeah. to think that non-white people aren't British yeah like, literally are you, like no offence but are you stupid I also um it's a typical thing as well. Like people seem to have it in their brains mm. that if someone has a bit of a belly on them, you can't come up to them and be like, "Oh, when you expect him," because you don't fucking know what the situation is there. No. Like someone could have just had a stillborn and still be going down. Like you don't fucking know. Yeah. So I can't remember where I was hearing about this, but I was hearing about it was a black woman, and I think it was when she was at school. And there was someone else in her class and they were both um, adopted mm. and they were saying, um, walk over to the globe to everyone and say, where um, in the world are you from? And then you're going to do a project on where you're from. Mm. And her and this other kid, because they didn't know where they were from. They didn't yeah. know where their family came from because they were adopted and they had no idea. So she just went over to the, the um, map with this other kid and was just like, I don't know, fucking Ghana. And they were like, cool, learn about your traditions in Ghana. And she's like, why don't... <laughs> like I don't fucking know and it's really fucking triggering so again yeah. to come up to someone and ask about their ethnicity not only is it racist and hurtful but also you, you don't, don't know people's know. history I might not fucking know and it's just such a weird thing isn't it like I mean especially like as we are in like our world I mean obviously some people are, are very connected to their culture and stuff but it's just like I don't know, like unless someone actually like brings up to me like oh I'm really mm. into my XYZ yeah. heritage mm. I just wouldn't start a conversation being like, so tell me all about where you're from originally, yeah, not the UK. Exactly. Like, weird fucking conversation starter. It's like how people think that 
I don't know, the way someone looks is like an integral part of like who they are as a person. And it might be for some people. A lot of people build like their personality around, like you say, their heritage and stuff. But you don't just come up to women and be like, so tell me about your period cycle. Yeah. Tell me about your boobs. So, tell me about your Well, some, actually, some do. But... <laughs> to be fair, is that not your job? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a prophet. I do. Tell me about your boobs. Sorry, tell me about your boobs. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Tell us what 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 do you like? What do you don't like? We're going to make you feel great. Yeah, we're um, going to feel lovely, honey. But literally, I don't. I see. Like, it's like intersectional feminism, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's so easy for people to see that you can't just like go. Well, you're a woman, so therefore everything you do must be bubbly, 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 boo. Literally. Whereas you can go like, well, you've got darker skin, so therefore you must know everything about. Blah, blah, blah. It, and it's like you saw it as well, like the Black Lives Matter um, movement, and people are just like messaging like, oh hey, I know we haven't spoken since school, but you're a black person. <laughs> oh, what are your God. views on it? And it's like. Sorry, who the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> views are fuck off now. Yeah, my views are go fucking educate yourself. Yeah. And why do I have to educate you? Yeah. Do it yourself, you're a grown up. Literally. <laughs> Grow the fuck up, you fucking kid. And then be like, oh, well, I'm just asking. Like, how rude. Like, no, you're rude. <laughs> just be friendly. Just be friendly. <laughs> no, you're not. You should. Just be supportive. No, you're, you're not. not. You're being exploitative and annoying. Yeah, now fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> so Daphne Tomorrow is a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also. Oh, we don't cover it in this film, which is just fucking annoying. We might get, I think it'll probably be episode two or three that we cover it, but yeah. it gets very annoying from a sexist point of view. Ooh, it's going to be great. Right. Anyway, this bit's not great. Haven't you got a kiss for your Uncle Joss? No. <laughs> no, I just met you. And also, no offence, how am I meant to reach? Yeah, literally, are you going to lift me up? <laughs> Do you have a stepladder? <laughs> Mary drew back thought of kissing him revolted her well probably because she can only reach your knob mate <laughs> literally like oh i don't feel with that and we're never gonna be there <laughs> sort of that like her looking at his waist like no 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 thank you um mary drew back the thought of kissing him revolted her yeah mm. um he was either mad or drunk anyway probably can it be both <laughs> yeah she did not want to anger him, but she was too frightened for that. He saw the question pass through her mind and he laughed again. Oh no, he said. I'm not going to touch you. You're no. safe as a church with me. I never did like dark women, my dear. And I have better things to do than play cat's cradle with my own niece. Ah, there's too much in that. Like, it just makes your skin fucking crawl. Oh. I mean, good? Good. But my God, also just the fact that he's gone like, Lol, yeah, that could have been a possibility. It's the fact that, like... I yeah. Also, family like, dynamics aside, we just met! <laughs> and also, it's the fact it's been like, I'm your uncle, and it's like, well, you're my aunt's husband. You're not, like... Yeah. like it's like... You know you're my I'm, aunt's husband. There's no, like, relation. <laughs> it's that isn't. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If I got into a relationship... If, if I was single and I got into a relationship with someone and they had a niece, I wouldn't be like, I'm your aunt! do you know what I mean yeah it's too familiar it's too and familiar you don't know being, each other no you just met you can't even be propositioning and then going by blood you can't call yourself and that. also he's pretty much said like you're my niece but lol you're not even my type so you're my type <laughs> also I just love how Daphne Demare is like now why would a man such as Joss not want to fuck her mm. he's just not into dark head girls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the only reason she only reason a nice new vulnerable woman on the scene mm-hmm. not into Great. peanuts just not into it <laughs> So yeah, um, that was nice. This is friendly um, welcome. That was friendly. Mm. Now we get to meet Aunt Patience as she comes down the stairs. There was a light flutter at the head of the stairs and a footstep dragged. Then a flicker of a candle and an exclamation. 
Down the narrow stairs came a woman, shielding at the light from her eyes. She wore a dingy mob cap on her The light thin... from her own <coughs> candle? Yeah. She's not fucking seeing. Like, coming down the stairs, like, ah, I can't see She's shit. very frail. <laughs> um, she wore a dingy mob cap on her thin grey hair. Mob hung... cap? You know how like, women will bonnet things kind of like a sleep cat, a sleeping oh, cat. I like to think she's about to form a mob. <laughs> well, she is apparently married to the mafia. Yeah, exactly, she's going to come down and mug her. Yeah. Um, her hair, which hung in elf locks to her shoulders. She had turned the edges of her hair in a vain attempt to recapture ringlets, but the curl yeah. had gone. Her face. Elf locks, sorry, when you've been lying in bed for ages, isn't it? Your hair's gone all matted. Oh, is it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, I kind of thought it was like when your hair's thin and your ears poke out because it looks elfy. <laughs> Cute. I, I'm not a hundred percent. I'm right, but I think I'm right. I think yours is more right than he looks like an elf. <laughs> she's Father Christmas. She's a little fucking elf. She is wearing red and white stripes. Oh my gosh. Um, she this is a Christmas story. It is. Yeah. There's a chapter called Christmas Eve. Um, her face had fallen away, and the skin was stretched. Her face had fallen away. Ah! <laughs> Like the like you know all like the, the flesh in her face. Just like, the flesh had fallen away from her face. <laughs> She's very skinny. At the beginning, you said this wasn't a horror story. Wait, no. What is it? And um, in Deadpool, they say like you know when I said that this wasn't a love story. You're right. It's a horror story. <laughs> ah! And it sounds like she looks like fucking Deadpool. Yeah, well, yeah. Um. Her face had fallen away and the skin was stretched tight over her cheekbones. Her eyes were large and staring, as though they were ex- asked perpetually a question. <laughs> and she had a little nervous trick of working Whoa. her mouth, now pursing her lips and now relaxing them. She wore a faded striped petticoat that had once been cherry-coloured and was now a washed-out pink. And, see, it mm-hmm. was once red. Um, and over her shoulders was flung a much-mended shawl. She had obviously just strung a new ribbon in her cap in some small attempt to brighten her dress. Oh. And it struck a false incongruous note. It was bright scarlet and showed up in a horrible contrast to the pallor of her face. Mary stared at her dumbly, stricken with sorrow. Was this poor, tattered creature the bewitching aunt patience of her dreams, dressed now like a slattern and twenty years her age? What a fucking rude. Do you know what a slattern is? No. Guess it wasn't very um, complimentary, though. It's not on that page. Mm-hmm. Staring at my nose like it's gonna be something. Also, if I'm um little Mary, I've just seen him, he's kind of like weirdly sexually propositioned me whilst burning me. Yeah. <laughs> and then this horror comes down the stairs. <laughs> I'm fucking gone, I'll take my chances on the moors, mate. Yeah. Um so a slattern is a dirty, untidy woman. Oh. Not a person, just a woman. Just a woman. Gotta love the picture. A slattern. Yeah. It sounds kind of similar to like slut, like yeah. similar sort of vibes. Slut used to mean that. You, well, to be fair, slut used to mean you had an untidy kitchen. <laughs> to be fair, we haven't done the washing up yet, Katie. <laughs> you slut. <laughs> you um, <clears throat> so Patience starts crying because she's like, Is this Mary Ellen? Are you my dead sister's child? <laughs> nice lead in. Yeah. Thanks. Um, because she's a broken person and Joss is like, Can you fucking get a grip and make some fucking dinner, you twat? Well, I don't think so. She's going to fucking die. Yeah. And I, I realise I joke about him being abusive, but he is horrible. Yeah. Um, so off they go into the kitchen for their supper. Has, um, she got, has she been prepping it already? Otherwise, this is going to be a long old chapter. 
She peeled the potato. Well, Joss kindly prepped some bread and butter for Mary. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Joss. He pulled a chair from the wall and crashed it against the table. He oh. sat down heavily. The chair creaked beneath him and, reaching for the loaf, cut himself off a great hunk of bread, which he slabbed with dripping. Disgusting. Ugh. He crammed it into his mouth, the grease running down his chin, and beckoned Mary to the table. You need food. I can see that, he said, and he, produced, and he proceeded to cut carefully a thin slice from the loaf. Oh, which cheeky. Which he quartered in pieces and buttered for her. The whole business very delicately done and in striking contrast to his manner in serving himself so much so that Mary there was um, so much so that to Mary there was something almost horrifying in the change from rough brutality to fastidious 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 care it was as though there was some latent power in his fingers which turned them from bludgeons into deft cunning servants ain't no ham hands here ain't no ham hands he had cut her a chunk of had he cut her a chunk of bread and hurled it at her, she would not have minded so much. It would have been in keeping with what she had seen of him. But this sudden coming to grace, this quick and exquisite movement of his hands, was a swift and rather sinister revelation. Sinister because it was unexpected and not true to type. Mm. She thanked him quietly and began to eat. Also kind of sounded like you fancied his hands a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like his exquisite hands. She's like, damn. So deft. Maybe the reason you find it sinister is because you're turned on by your uncle. Yeah. Mm-mm. We'll get more into that later. It reminds me of, like, you know, if you've been kidnapped by, like, some murderer and then you see him doing, like, deft butchery work on another body and, like, damn, that man knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I thought, and, yeah, it's just the mm. thing where you're like, oh, I thought he was a brood, but he's clearly got something, like... The, some it, finesse. It's almost like, it's a thing, isn't it? So, mm. like someone's scary if they're like I know I'm evil Ooh. isn't it like you know if someone's sort of like oh I'm just a lunatic and I go around killing people that's scary yeah. but it's much I think it's more nice. scary when someone's like a psychopath being like I know exactly what I do and I enjoy the screen so it's like oh hey dear. that's like more cutting yeah I feel that's kind of like where she's like you know you know um <clears throat> no exactly yeah if you just think it's like um, etiquette to like rip off a hunk of bread and like honk it down yeah and you're like I know that's not I'm just real fucking hungry, man. Yeah. Anyway, so Joss then asks Mary to pour him some brandy. Um, and you know what a lovely man he is. Yeah. He's just so sweet. He's actually a little bit sexist here. Oh, um, I wouldn't have thought that. No. He reached across the table and took hold of her hand. Don't touch her. Yeah. Um, you Wait, free... Mary or the wife? Mary. Mary, yeah. Um, you... I still don't touch your wife. You're clearly horrible. Yeah, don't touch anyone. <laughs> don't touch people. You've pretty enough. Uh, you've a pretty enough pool for one who's worked on a farm. He said. I was afraid it would be rough and red. If there's one thing that makes a man sick, it's to have his ale poured by an ugly hand. Then pour it your fucking self, Mister Delicate it Hands. Your fucking self, you <laughs> guys. Twinkle fingers. <laughs> there's nothing a man. Also, I love that. Like, there's nothing worse than and just something really mundane. Would you like to be? I don't know. Impaled by. <laughs> I think there are just that. I think there are worse things. Think there are worse things. Would you like me to pluck out your eyes and like, replace them with maggots? I mean, I could throw it in your face. I'm pretty sure that would be worse. Yeah, like, and shove the glass up your ass. Yeah, like, like yeah, like many. And that would be preferable things. as long as I did it with a pretty face. Yeah, and a pretty hand. Of no, I'm red, not red and raw. He wouldn't like my hands. He wouldn't like your hands. Katie's hands are heinous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just uh, hey. I'm a dark-haired girl of 23, but I have horrid hands. You're, you you would be... Maybe he'd let me out. He would, yeah. He's going to trap her. 
Well, she doesn't have much choice. Yeah, she, like, no one else is taking her. Yeah. Before they eat, um, Joss pops out to the bar for a few minutes. So this is like before this bit. Um, and Aunt, pota- Aunt Potato. <laughs> and there's a potato. Aunt Patience gabbles about how well respected they are and admired they are at Jamaica Inn and, and how the, um, the the squire always tips her his hat to her whenever he sees her. No, he fucking do. Yeah, not a word of it. It's fucking true. She's clearly like lives mm. in her own little fancy world, which mm. is a bit problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, back to dinner. Joss tells Mary exactly how he expects her to be at Jamaica Inn. Ooh. Suddenly, he thumps the table with his fist, shaking the plates and cups, which um, while one platter crashed to the floor and broke. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is, Mary Ellen. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it is. I'm master in this house, and I'll have you know it. You'll do as you're told, and you'll help in the house and serve my customers, and I'll not lay a finger on you. But oh, by thanks. God, if you open your mouth and squawk, I'll break you until you uh, until you eat out of my hand the, the same way your aunt does. Is she eating out of his hand? Oh, she's pathetic. Yeah, she's broken. Mary faced him across the table. He needs to be poisoned. Mary faced him across the table. She held her hands in her lap so that he would not see them tremble. I understand you, she said. I'm not curious by nature, and I've never gossiped in my life. It doesn't matter to me what you do in the inn or what company you keep. I'll do my work about the house and you'll have no cause to grumble. But if you hurt my aunt Patience in any way, I will tell you this. I'll leave Jamaica Inn straight away and find the magistrate and bring him here and have the law on you and then try and break me if you like. She dropped it, but I'd and then I'll put fucking arsenic in your porridge. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 just, I, mean, I think I'm going to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so then she turns very mm. pale and she's like, just being like, mm. and to herself, she's thinking, like, oh god, if he yells at me now, I'll lose it and I'll cry. <laughs> she's like, hold it together, Mary, hold it together. You just stood up for yourself. Hold hold eye contact, hold eye contact. Yeah, she's like, Don't start crying. <laughs> and um, Patience is kind of there, like, oh, oh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he responds, that's very pretty, he said. Very prettily put indeed. Now we know what sort of a lodger we have. Scratch her and she shows her claws. All right, my dear. You and I are more akin than I thought. If we are going to play, we will play together. I may have worked for you at Jamaica one day. Work that you've never done before. Man's work, Mary Ellen, where you play with life and death. Ooh. Mary heard her aunt Patience give a little gasp behind her. Oh, just, she whispered. Oh, just, please. <laughs> and this is the first time she kind of shows a bit more kind of persistence and she urgently shakes her head like no to him. And he's like, fuck off. Have you seen um, that reel that go the sound uh, to the reel that goes on on Instagram? And it's like, baby, I'm a gangster too. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think it is, Mary. <laughs> to be fair. Baby, I'm, I'm a gangster, gangster too. <laughs> I'm calling out Patience. I'm like, I'm really not. <laughs> I want to recreate that reel. Can we do it? Can, I don't mm. think we can comfortably. I, I've never seen a film or TV show of Jamaica. I'm no, intrigued. me neither. I, I'm, is it a ginger beer? Oh yeah, because James, I was like, "What am I reading at the moment?" To my partner, and he mm. was like, "It's got something to do with ginger beer." <laughs> You're thinking of Jamaican ginger beer? Oh, is it just called Jamaican ginger beer? I think so. Oh, it's a shame. Shame. So yeah, that happened. Um, <laughs> Mary fucking owned it. She did. She stood around. She's a gangster too. Almost got a bit of quite a bit of respect. Yeah. Um now Joss sends patients to bed. Nice. Mm. Like a fucking child. Not yeah. fucking wife. Off he trot. Um, great. Uh and starts to tell Mary a bit more about himself. He's been drinking this whole time and he tells her that he's that um alcohol is his weakness and he can't keep his tongue when he's drunk. Yeah. But he tells I know her, he means talking, but I'm just like <laughs> you keep well, that he in is your mouth. Yeah, no. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, he can't keep his tongue when he's drunk, but he tells her that um, he's not drunk enough yet to tell her in her, to tell her about the business at Jamaica Inn that he keeps. So I'm not drunk mm. enough yet for that. <clears throat> I've only just met you. <laughs> to be fair, though, I suppose to tell her, but if he wants her to be involved, like, well, you might be fairly sober when we're doing this yeah. business. <laughs> well, he's only sort of been like maybe one day because he's very mm. secretive about what they do. Mm. Um, he does tell her that he grew up nearby. Mm. Um, he's like, well, Mary Ellen. Time for you to learn all about my life. Um, <laughs> I am a man and I would like to talk about myself. Basically. Me. Well, he does. that's what he does. Um, he does tell her that he grew up nearby and he had two brothers and his parents. Mm. His father was a prick like him mm. um, and was hanging well, at least he's self-aware. He yeah. was hung. Yeah. Oh. Well, he doesn't call him a prick, but yeah. he just was. He was like, you know. Mm. He, well, he's kind of, he is kind of self-aware of being like, well, we are all wrong-uns. <laughs> um, and his other brother, who was like similar in age to him, drowned in the marshes. Mm. And they thought he'd like gone off with the sailors for a while and then the marshes dried up that summer and there he was. Oops. Do we know why his dad was hung? Um, Hanged. I think it was like just general... Brutishness. Yeah. Mm. He, they, I mean, they're all crooks, like the whole family. Not the mm. mum, to be fair. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're all like, you know... In, those business. boys. They're, those Merlins. What are they like? <laughs> and his youngest brother, who was like 20 years younger than him, Jem. Oh, that's um, age yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, still, and, like, they never really mm. saw eye to eye because he was always like Mammy's baby boy as the yeah. youngest. And obviously, it's a big age gap. Yeah, yeah. Because anyway. right, he was a literal baby and you're a seven foot tall monster. Yeah, probably because you're horrific. <laughs> um, Jem still lives um, over that kind of way, but they don't really see eye to eye. Mm. Um, never fear. He's a wrong and two and just thinks he'll be hanged like their father. Oh, oh good. I'm so glad. <laughs> That's fantastic. Mm. Um, he doesn't really mention their mother. Um, she was there. She was mm. about through all of that. Um, but obviously as a woman, she didn't contribute anything, so she's not worth mentioning. <laughs> now he goes on to tell her something of the business at Jamaica. Oh, please do. Has he had a couple more drinks? Well, well, we'll see. Well, well, well. I'll have no more tonight. Go up to bed, Mary, before I wring your neck. <laughs> Here's your friendly. Friendly. Here's your candle. Here is a candle to light you to bed. Here Here's is a... my hand to wring your neck. Here's Uncle Joss to smash in your head. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You'll find your room over the over the porch. Mary took the candlestick without speaking and was about to pass him when he seized hold of her shoulder and twisted her around. Stop touching her. Do you use your fucking words, like, Mary, you got a minute? Just grab her and also, yank her. She's literally next to you. Just say, hang on. Yeah. Just get whacked wait. everywhere. Yeah. Like, Stop. Like, oh. look, Joss, mate, if you want to talk to me, you can. Yeah. And I realise that sometimes you might need to, like, tap someone on the arm. But you're a seven-foot giant. Yeah. That hurt. Also, That hurt. And also just, like, Joss, I don't think you quite realise how big and how much of a presence you make in a room. Talk to me. I'll fucking hear you. I'll hear you, man. <laughs> so, yeah, he seized her by the arm, twisted her around, and her neck broke, and that's the end of the book. Sketch, <laughs> <laughs> I proper believed you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't think it was the end of the book, but I thought, like, and no, now I'm for a new it's character. Not, it's not violent. He just, well, kind of is, but you know, it's not damaging violence. But I just around someone that was like, ow! Like, <laughs> ow. Um, he says, there'll be nights sometimes when you hear wheels on the road, he said. And those wheels will not pass on, but they'll stop outside Jamaica Inn. And you'll hear footsteps in the yard and voices beneath your window. When this happens, you'll stay in your bed, Mary Yellen, and cover your head with the blankets. Do you understand? I don't like him. Yes, uncle. Very well. Now get out. And if you <laughs> ask me a question, I'll break every bone in your body. Night, night. Night, night. Okay. I love him as a character. Oh, yeah. He's a great character. Yeah, I love him. Oh, I get 
better. Oh my god. Okay, I am intrigued. Oh my god, it's so good. And I know you said it's not about ghosts, but I like to think those carriages are bringing souls to the other world and he has to transport them to hell. But I know it's not about ghosts, so I know it's probably just murder and something boring. Oh, you wait for it. <laughs> anyway, um, so off to bed she goes in this cold and uninviting house left to ruin. Mm. Um, her bedroom is quite bare and plain and her bed is hard and uncomfortable and she feels uncomfortable getting like undressed and in the bed. Yeah. She's like, no, it feels me. It doesn't feel inviting and I hate it. And also, they didn't really do that much laundry back then, did they? So mm. I'm guessing it's not flesh sheets. So they're just like air fresh. Like, yeah, yeah they just aired it out. Well, and well, I don't know, to be fair, because none of the other rooms are made up at Jamaica in for, for like, people to stay in. Uh, so it's not really, like, an inn. An like, inn, inn. So, mm. th- like, this room is actually clear, is like, it has been made for her. Oh, okay. Like, Aunt Patience has clearly tried. Oh, she tried. Yeah. I bet they still smell damp. They're yeah. covered damp sheets. Yeah. Yeah. So she's clearly tried, but yeah, it's a bit gross. Um, so she goes to sleep fully dressed on for warmth on top of the covers because she's thinking, mm. which is a terrible way to end a long day of travelling. Yes. Um, cosy beds are needed. Mm. Uh, so she needs a bedpan. She does need As a bedpan. As in a warming bedpan, not like something's peeing. <laughs> well, she might need that too. I mean, to be fair, well, Uncle Joss, if I hear the carriages and I need to wee, what is a girl to do? Yeah, exactly. They'll wake me up and then I'm going to need a nighttime wee. Oh, it's terrible when you need a white nighttime wee. A white night, no. A white night wee. <laughs> anyway, right there you have it. Mary Ellen, orphaned and latest resident to Jamaica Inn. Mmm, and we're at Jamaica Inn. Oh, it is atmospheric, I'll give it, it that. Is, it's good for the spooky season. It is, isn't it? Oh, I kind of forgot we had to kind of wrap it up. I was like, oh, that's that. <laughs> and I was pressed stop recording. <laughs> Well, there we have it, lads. That's our introduction to Jamaica Inn. Uh, oh. I hope you've enjoyed it. I'm enthralled. And, um, oh, yeah, we well, you guys will already know. Um, it's spooky season, but it's also bake-off season. And so, that's kind of a big deal in our lives. It's kind of a big fucking deal. So we are going to have to potentially move recording day. But don't worry, by the time you've listened to this, you'll probably know the day you listened yeah. to it on and it'll all be figured out. So this was kind of a moot point. Yeah, I mean, it's not just because of Bake Off. I'm also, like, changing jobs, so I don't know what my new situation's going to be. So mm. it's mainly Bake Off. <laughs> I mean, it is mostly Bake Off. I was just trying to make us sound more professional. God, God. Um, so if you want to um, make us sound more professional, um, head over to our Patreon. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on the socials. Just type on Classical in um, wherever you're being social. Um, not TikTok. We've never really taken to it and i've I got feel like reels it's dying now it's dying you've got reels on the instagram is tiktok the place to be i don't know i'm old i feel and it I'm, was I'm, a grief com- thing i feel uncomfortable like mary does in her new room <laughs> to be fair maybe we should make a tiktok of the um i'm a gangster too <laughs> yeah um, baby i'm a gangster too and I, I mean i think we should get a bonnet and mm-hmm. we need to make a just now then <laughs> yes we can do this well thanks guys and we'll see you well you hear us Oh, I don't know. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. For fuck's sake. Bye.